so much for watching today. I can hardly wait to talk about our topic today. I'm Terry Savelle Foy, and this is my sister, Jerry. And Dad has given us the privilege of teaching you today on the topic of dreams, destiny, and opportunities. This is right up your alley. You love this stuff. And God has just given you the passion for it. And you know, you might be sitting in your house right now, and you're feeling hopeless. You may have lost your dreams. You may have just... Like, what does God have for me to do in my life? And you just feel like there's no vision left in life. Well, give us keys today, Terry. Last week was so awesome. Give us some more keys this week on dreams and visions. Well, it is my passion. And you know, it's not like I just came up with this cute little message and thought, I want to talk about dreams. It was because of a very real experience I had with the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, back in July of 2003, I was still kind of coming out of a hard time. I was doing good, but I was still kind of coming out of that season where I still felt a lot of guilt and a lot of shame and just, I don't know, I didn't have any dreams and goals. And I was out walking one morning. It was the morning dad was turning over the operations of the ministry to us. Mm -hmm. And I was out walking at five o'clock in the morning. It's pitch dark outside. And I just said, Lord, you know, I don't deserve this. And you know, I'm not qualified for this. What do I do? And as I was out there walking, I had this um, vision where I just saw myself standing at the foot of the cross. And when I looked up, I saw the feet of Jesus. And right as I looked up at his feet, the blood from his feet dropped and landed on the top of my head. Mm -hmm. And I heard the Lord say, I'm washing the memories away. All those memories that were tormenting me. Then I saw the blood go down my heart and he said, I'm the healer of the brokenhearted. Mm -hmm. Then I watched the blood go down to my feet and he said, the residue of sin is gone from you. You know, in other words, you could sing about the blood of Jesus your whole life, mm -hmm. but until you realize it's for me and it can cause me to have a supernatural amnesia of all my dumb choices and all the mistakes and things I've been through. Mm -hmm. So that was a real experience for me. But then I saw this big hand just reach down from heaven and the Lord handed me a clipboard. And it was a cute one. Cute one. And he said, <laughs> he said, this is an assignment on your life. Mm -hmm. Then he handed me some keys and he said, these are the keys to the kingdom of heaven to help you fulfill your assignment. That's good. He said, everything you need to fulfill your assignment can be found with these keys. Mm -hmm. Well, since that day, my favorite scripture has become John 17, 4 from the Message Bible. And it says, I glorified you on earth by completing down to the last detail what you assigned me to do. Mm -hmm. So I view every single person as having a clipboard with your name on it. And there's something God's expecting you to do during your time here on earth. So it's not just a cute little dreams message. It's an assignment that God's put on your life and he's expecting you to fulfill it. Well, after I had that encounter with the Lord, I heard John Bevere say, he came to our church, you know, and he said, you know, when judgment day comes and it's going to come when every single one of us stand before God and you give an account for your life. He said, but when that day comes, you're not going to be held accountable for what you did on earth. And I was like, what? <laughs> Hashtag confused. <laughs> I said, I thought you were. He said, no, you're going to be held accountable for what you were called to do on earth. So what you did and what you were called to do could be two different things. In other words, God may say, I called you to sing. Why didn't you sing? And you say, well, I just didn't think my voice was that good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I called you to sing. Why didn't you do it? Well, you know, I called you to start a business. Why didn't you start it? Mm -hmm. And you say, well, the bank turned me down. Well, why didn't you go to another bank? 
-hmm. called you to write a book. Why didn't you write it? Well, the publisher didn't want my manuscript. Why didn't you self-publish? I told you to write a book. Mm -hmm. So God's going to hold us accountable for what he's called us to do. So that's why I'm passionate about teaching people to fulfill their life assignment down to the last detail. Mm -hmm. You know, I heard someone say, um, the richest place in the world, do you know where it is? It's not the diamond mines of South Africa. It's not the oil fields in the Middle East. It's the graveyards. Mm -hmm. It's the cemeteries. They said in the grave, there's books that were never written, songs that were never sung, businesses that were never started. Don't go to the grave with your dream still in you. Wow. And you know, the thing is, a lot of times we look at all the years we've lost. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we can do that and just say, I've lost so many years. I've missed so many opportunities. I've wasted too much time. Mm -hmm. But you know, I love to learn from successful people. You think about this. Ray Kroc was 52 years old when he started the McDonald's chain. Mm -hmm. You know, you think about Ronald Reagan. At 73, he was reelected as president. Mm -hmm. And you think you're too old to pursue your dream. <laughs> Or, you know, Henry Fonda was 76 when he won his first Oscar. Mm -hmm. I was 38 when I started preaching, started a ministry. You know, I, I heard about a man who at 66 didn't want to live off of his Social Security check. And he said he had a dream to sell a recipe. So he knocked on 1,009 doors. That's hard to imagine. It really is. Mm -hmm. Because you think of things we try seven times and we think it must not be God. Right. 1,009 doors. On the 1,010th attempt... Somebody believed in his recipe. Wow. And that was Colonel Sanders. What would my daughter eat if we had given up? <laughs> Don't give up on your dream. <laughs> it affects other people, right? No, but the thing is, there's something God wants us to do. So I want to share just five keys that I've learned in my life to help me fulfill this assignment. Mm -hmm. The first key is simple. It's commit to think. Commit to think. You know, you might say, come again. <laughs> what do you mean by that? But, you know, I heard John Maxwell make this statement. He said, thinking precedes achievement. Mm -hmm. Then nobody just stumbles upon success and then says, wait, how did I get here? No, the greater your thinking, the greater your potential. But it's taking time to think. And, you know, that's one of those obvious things, but it's the most neglected thing. In fact, Henry Ford said, thinking is the hardest work there is which is probably the reason so few engage in it. Because, you know, think about, I mean, you've got six kids. When's the last time you had the opportunity to even get away by yourself, go somewhere and just think, what does God want me to do? Hmm. You can't remember. <laughs> you've got your own little youth group, you know? <laughs> but, you know, we're all so busy, but that is where it starts. It's just thinking, Lord, what do you want me to do? You know, a lot of times people say, don't just sit there, do something. I always say, don't just do something, sit there <laughs> and just think and ask the Lord. Wow. Thinking precedes achievement. So we're talking about Satan not stealing your dreams so he can't control your destiny. How to seize God-given opportunities. It starts with scheduling time to think. Now, when we come back, I want to share four more keys that God has taught me to fulfill your life assignment. We'll be right back. 
The future begins with a dream. In the book, If Satan Can't Steal Your Dreams, He Can't Control Your Destiny, Jerry Savelle teaches how Satan tries to steal our God-given dreams by sowing seeds of fear and discouragement. The good news is that with God's help, you can recapture your dreams and achieve the extraordinary. In the powerful book, Thoughts, The Battle Between Your Ears, you learn how your thoughts determine your mood, self-image, relationships, and destiny. Learn how to win the battle and line your thoughts up with God's Word and His plan for your life. Also included in today's package, is the three-CD series, Seizing God-Given Opportunities. Throughout our lives, we are given many opportunities for greatness and success so we can bring glory to God. Discover the potential you have in Christ and seize every opportunity that comes your way. Don't wait. Call or go online to request this powerful trio. If Satan can't steal your dreams, he can't control your destiny. Thoughts, the battle between your ears, and seizing God-given opportunities. Take possession of your God-given dreams, destiny, and opportunities today. Hey, thank you for joining us. We're talking about my favorite subject, which is dreams, destiny, and opportunities. And you know, I do believe it's a divine appointment that you're watching this right now, that it isn't just coincidence that you flipped on the station because I believe God wants to awaken the dream that's on the inside of you. Don't go to the grave with your dream still in you. You know, I, I've shared my favorite scripture, John 17, 4. I glorified you on earth by completing down to the last detail what you assigned me to do. So there are certain keys we have to learn, you know, the success world practices these, and I love to learn from successful people, but I've discovered that the keys that I've applied in my life, they come from the Word of God, you know, because God is the success genius. He's the one that came up with all this. So number one, I said, commit to think, to think about your future. Thinking precedes achievement. Number two, it's clarity. You know, you will be amazed at what you can accomplish when you get clear on what you want. Mm -hmm. I believe clarity is one of the most beneficial keys to success, and it's a key that most people overlook. They're vague about what they want to accomplish. And it's just a fact. Vague goals produce vague results. Mm -hmm. If you're just saying, Lord, I'm bleeding for increase. This is my year for increase in Jesus' name. Well, here's 20 bucks, and there's your increase. Mm -hmm because you weren't specific about what you're believing for. Yeah. So clarity to me is one of the most important keys to success, to fulfilling your life assignment. You know, let me just ask you, is it a coincidence that my books are in English and translated in French? No. It's not a coincidence. <laughs> Why? Because I've always had a vision to have everything translated in French. I have a degree in French and that's the nation God's put on my heart to reach. Well, why aren't my books in Italian? I'm not against the Italians. I love you. <laughs> Ciao. But, <laughs> but it's never been a clear vision for me. I'll be glad if they were, but I've never written it down. I want all my books in Italian. But I have written down, I want all my books in French. Well, is it a coincidence that God brought a French publisher into my life from the south of France and now translates my books in French? Not a coincidence. No, because when the vision is clear, the results will appear. When the vision is clear, the results will appear. You know, you think about, um, I was reading a story not too long about, about a lady who wanted to lose weight. And, you know, she said, you know, you could just be praying that. Jesus' name, I'm going to lose weight. Jesus' name, I'm thin. Well, still, that's a vague goal. So she said she went to the store and she bought a dress 10 sizes too small. She said, I was so embarrassed. I told the sales clerk, it's for a friend of mine. But she said, I got the very size I wanted, a size 6. 
and she hung it up in her closet. So every single day when she opened her closet door, that's the first thing she saw was her vision. Mm -hmm. Well, she said it didn't happen overnight, but eventually I wore that dress. Mm -hmm. But she was crystal clear. That's the size I want to be, a right. size six. Mm -hmm. So when the vision is clear, the results will appear. Mm -hmm. So it's clarity. You know, and I could go on and on about this, but I'll move on to number three. The third key I want to share is confession. And you and I have a lot of experience in this because we grew up with a dad teaching us to guard the words of your mouth. Mm -hmm. You know, James 3, 9 says, out of the same mouth come blessing and cursing, mm -hmm. that life and death are in the power of your tongue. But it's not just, I mean, it, it has to do also with your dreams. You know, you could be, you know, declaring a dream of, in Jesus' name, my debt is paid off $17,556.12. Mm -hmm. That's a clear goal. And you're confessing it. But then you call your friend and you go, at this rate, I will seriously never get out of debt. Mm -hmm. Okay, out of the same mouth come blessing and cursing. Yeah. Remember our, our dog, Candy? Mm -hmm. You remember what we used to do? Yeah. We had this dog and uh, we, were, we loved her, but we kind of tricked her. But we would uh, command her to come. Yeah. Like say, come here, come here, Candy, come here. And then as she came to us, we'd say, stop, stop where you're at right now. So she'd be confused back and forth. And we thought that was funny. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't very we nice. Repented about it. Yeah. But <laughs> so she'd stop, start, stop, start yes. based on what we said to her. Exactly. Yeah. She responded to the words of our mouth. Mm -hmm. And as a result, she never got anywhere. She went forward, she went backwards, she went forward. <laughs> well, you know, the same thing happens with your dreams and goals. You could be confessing, thank you, Jesus, I'm a size six, if that's your vision. Mm -hmm. But then you say with your mouth, if I just look at cake, I'll gain 10 pounds. No matter what I do, I never lose weight. I have the worst metabolism. Okay, you're just like that dog, you're not going anywhere. And you know, I, I like to read stories about people just to show how powerful the Word of God is. I was reading a story about Jose Lima, who was a star pitcher for the Houston Astros. In one season, he won 21 straight games. He's one of the best pitchers in the league. Well, apparently the Astros moved from the dome to the ballpark. Well, when they moved to the ballpark, he walked in there and saw that the fence was much closer than it was at the dome. They said the first time he stood on the mound, the first words out of his mouth, is he looked around and he said, I will never be able to pitch in here. Wow. He went from 21 game winner to 16 game loser wow. by the words of his mouth. Or you know, you, you've heard stories about John Lennon, how he was in an interview and they asked him one time, they said, do you plan to leave show business? And he said, unless I get shot or something. Mm -hmm. In a different interview, he said, I'll probably be murdered by a madman. Mm -hmm. The words of our mouth. Wow. Remember the famous rapper Tupac? They asked him in an interview, they said, where do you see yourself over the next few years? He said, best case, in a cemetery. He actually wrote a song two months before he died, and the lyric said, I've been shot and murdered. And he was shot and murdered in the Las Vegas Strip. Wow. Our words are so powerful. Mm -hmm. you know, and Dad has taught us how angels respond to the words of our mouth. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, every time you're speaking to your dream, thank you, Jesus, our debt's paid off, $10,583.08. Mm -hmm. Angels are going to make that happen. They're looking for opportunities to bring across your path for you to earn that money, to raise that money. You're attracting God-inspired ideas. Mm -hmm. But then as soon as you say, 
I will never get the debt paid off. I'll be like 103 by the time this is paid off. Mm -hmm. Then the angels have to let go of it. Yeah. So we're, you know, they respond to the words of our mouth. You know, I was um, looking at this scripture in James. It says a rudder controls the entire direction of a ship the same way your tongue controls the direction of your life. Mm -hmm. You know, do you remember that story in Jeremiah where God told him, he said, um, you're going to be a prophet to the nations. And Jeremiah said, I'm too young. I can't speak. Mm -hmm. And then he said, say not that you're too young. Yeah. He knew, and the more I let you talk, you're going to ruin the whole thing. <laughs> In other words, just zip it, zip yeah. your lip, right? Mm -hmm. And then remember when that angel appeared to Zechariah and he said, you're going to have a baby and I want you to name him John. Mm -hmm. And then immediately Zechariah said, are you sure? Do you know how old I am? And the Bible says, the angel said to him, because you doubted, you're going to remain silent until the baby's born. Yeah. So he literally zipped his lip for nine months. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't even let him talk. Yeah. I think if, you know, God could still do that today. I guess he could because he can do anything. But it would be embarrassing to walk around with a little zipper. But, <laughs> you know, how many of us are messing up our destinies because of what's coming out of our mouth? Mm -hmm. You know, your dreams could be delayed because of what you're saying. There's such power in the mouth in a positive way and a negative way. Yes. And it's your choice. Yep. What you choose. But you have to get the word down in there yes. to speak positive about your destiny and your future and your vision and your dreams. That's right. And it's not enough to think it. You have to speak, speak it. it. You know, do you remember in Psalms when David said, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress, my strength. Speak it. Then the next verse says, he will deliver me, protect me, cover me. Mm -hmm. Now notice that connection. I will say, and he will do. I will say, and he will do. Mm -hmm. Well, you think about that. What's the opposite of that verse? I will not say, and he will not do. I won't say anything, and he won't do anything. So there's such power in what we're saying, speaking out of our mouths. Mm -hmm. So start saying things like, when we get the debt paid off, when we go to Hawaii, when I'm pastoring the church, when we open our new building. When we have that baby. When we have, are you? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, we need to talk. No, 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 no. Can we take a break real quick? No. <laughs> okay, you have six. I think you no, 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 draw the line. Okay, not you're me. just saying positive confessions. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I said that when I couldn't get pregnant and I couldn't conceive a baby and we didn't know what was wrong with my body, you had no problem. But, I mean, really, I had to, in fact, I remember buying baby announcement cards and I still couldn't get pregnant. But it was a step of faith because one day I'm going to fill these cards out and tell everybody we're having a baby. But it, it's saying those things when we have our baby, when we're debt free, when I lose this weight, when I'm the principal, mm -hmm. when I get my college degree. Just act as if it's already done, but you have to speak it out of your mouth. You know, this is how you release your faith Amen. is with the words of your mouth. Yes. Don't just think it. Don't just wish it. Don't just hope it. Speak it out of your mouth. It's powerful. Isn't it? Mm -hmm. And you know, we grew up hearing this our whole lives. Number four. Is this number four? Yes. It's consistent gratitude. Consistent gratitude. Mm -hmm. I'm convinced this is a key to fulfilling your life assignment, mm -hmm. to pursuing your dreams, your destiny, and opportunities God has for you. You know, a lot of people um, teach on the law of attraction, and I teach on the law of attraction. But, you know, the law of attraction basically states that whatever gets in your mind and stays there, you will attract it in your life. Mm -hmm. That your mind is like a magnet. Whatever you think about, you bring about. Mm -hmm. Well, the law of attraction is basically Proverbs 23, 7. 
Whatever a man thinks in his heart, so does he become. Mm -hmm. What you think about, you bring about. Well, it works positively and negatively like you were saying. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're constantly complaining, we're never gonna get out of debt, I'm never gonna lose weight, at this rate I will never get my college degree, this marriage will never be restored. If you're constantly complaining, you literally will attract more to complain about. Mm -hmm. That's how it works. Yeah. However, if you're grateful, and you say, Lord, I thank you that I have a job. It's not my perfect job, but I thank you that I have a job. Lord, I thank you that I'm healthy. Might not be at my perfect weight, but I'm healthy. Thank you, Jesus, that I do have the finances mm -hmm. to do what I need. You know, when you're grateful, you literally attract more to be grateful for. And we all have something to be thankful for. Yes. The devil wants us to look at all that we don't have yet. Right. Instead of focusing on what God has already done in our lives. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, I've discovered that when you express gratitude, it literally opens doors for God to move in your life. Mm -hmm. You know, we're talking about dreams and, and we've got here the CDs on seizing God-given opportunities. Mm -hmm. So many people are praying for opportunities. But you know, gratitude opens the door for God to give you opportunities mm -hmm. for promotion, for increase, for the divine connections you want in your life. Gratitude is the key. Mm -hmm. You know, you remember Paul and Silas, how they were thrown into that prison. They'd been beat. They got blood pouring from them. I mean, they're in severe pain. Like mm -hmm. we can't even fathom. Oh. Shackles around their feet, you know, thrown into a cold, dark cell. And it says in the midnight hour, which signifies the worst, mm -hmm. the darkest hour, mm -hmm. it says they began praising God. What they even have to praise God for? Mm -hmm. But they began to praise God so loud the other prisoners heard them. Mm -hmm. And then it says, God sent an earthquake from heaven. The earth began to shake. The walls began to crumble. The chains fell off their feet and the prison doors opened up. Mm -hmm. Doors will open up for you when you express gratitude. That's awesome. Isn't that powerful? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I learned from Joyce Meyer. She said, stop looking at everything you've lost. Look at what you've got left and start thanking God for what you have left mm -hmm. and doors will open. That's good. So that's a key to success. Mm -hmm. And then finally, the fifth point that I want to share, the fifth key to help you fulfill your dreams. Gosh, you can't be a Savelle and not have this principle down. And that is constant giving. Constant giving. That is a key to success. And here's the thing. You know, dad and mom have lived this before us. Mm -hmm. It's in us. We know if you're experiencing your greatest need, sow your greatest seed. Mm -hmm. We've also been taught, you know, you may not have what you need, your dreams, but you are never without the seed that will produce it. Mm -hmm. Financial seed, not squash, but you know, <laughs> but that's just it. You know, like a farmer, he has a dream for squash. He has it clear. I talked about clarity. He has it written down. He's thought about it. I want squash, which I don't know why anybody would, but that's not the point. But he has squash written down. He could speak to this all day long, confess it. He could thank the Lord for it, express gratitude. Lord, thank you for squash. I receive it in Jesus' name. But he's never going to have squash until he sows a seed. All right. And you know, the thing is, like dad taught us, you may not have what you need, but you're never without the seed that will produce it. And don't ever think the size of the seed is as important. It's the significance of the seed. And the heart, the condition of the heart when you're given it. Yes. Because you know, God may tell you, you need to sow $100 right now to Jerry Savelle Ministries. Mm -hmm. Well, if that's a significant seed, if it's significant to you, it's significant to God. Amen. If it doesn't mean anything to you, it won't mean anything to God. Mm -hmm. But to someone else, $100 might be pocket change. Mm -hmm. To you, it may be significant. 
But like dad taught us, if you need a significant harvest, sow a significant seed. And here's the coolest thing about sowing. Three things I've learned. Number one, you reap what you sow, you reap after you sow, and you reap more than you sow. Isn't that cool? Mm -hmm. You reap what you sow, you reap after you sow, and you reap more than you sow. And so I just heard Bill Winston make this statement. He said, anytime God asks you to give something, get ready. He's about to affect your destiny. And you know, that's what we're talking about today. Dreams, destiny, opportunities. So towards your future. Every dream that God has ever given me, a dream to, you know, impact the nation of France, to have my books in French, I sow a seed for it. You know, a dream to minister on the broadcast, sow a seed for it. When we were building this TV studio, we sowed a significant seed into someone else who had a TV ministry. Why? Because they had what we want. When I wanted to become an author, I sowed seed into someone whose books were changing my life. Why? Because I want that anointing. Mm -hmm. Sow towards your future. And remember that phrase, whenever God asks you to give something, get ready. He's about to affect your destiny. So I want you to watch this special announcement and we'll be right back with some closing remarks. Thank you. The future begins with a dream. In the book, If Satan Can't Steal Your Dreams, He Can't Control Your Destiny, Jerry Savelle teaches how Satan tries to steal our God-given dreams by sowing seeds of fear and discouragement. The good news is that with God's help, you can recapture your dreams and achieve the extraordinary. In the powerful book, Thoughts, The Battle Between Your Ears, you learn how your thoughts determine your mood, self-image, relationships, and destiny. Learn how to win the battle and line your thoughts up with God's Word and His plan for your life. Also included in today's package, is the three CD series, Seizing God-Given Opportunities. Throughout our lives, we are given many opportunities for greatness and success so we can bring glory to God. Discover the potential you have in Christ and seize every opportunity that comes your way. Don't wait. Call or go online to request this powerful trio. If Satan can't steal your dreams, he can't control your destiny. Thoughts, the battle between your ears, and seizing God-given opportunities. Take possession of your God-given dreams, destiny, and opportunities today. Have you been blessed today by what Terry's been sharing with you? Audience, have you been blessed? It's been awesome. I know that it's just a part of who you are and it's become your lifestyle to live this. But I know that it's so important that you continue to apply these principles in the Word. You don't hear it just one time and all of a sudden you get it. So I'm encouraging you right now to get online or get on the phone and get these resources. They're so important because faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So it's so important that you go and do it now, don't delay, and that you can hear this over and over and it gets bigger and bigger on the inside of you. Listen to a few of these. This is a book my dad wrote called, If Satan Can't Steal Your Dreams, He Can't Control Your Destiny. And here's a few of the chapter titles. It says, it's time to recapture your dreams, make it real, don't give up. When I fall, I shall arise. So that is so powerful. So I encourage you to not just hear today, but continue to hear the word and get these in you and order online right now.
Yes. And you know, in that book, there's also scriptures to confess about your destiny. And that's what you were telling us today is confession. Yes. Yeah. So he gave you a cheat sheet, basically. Mm -hmm. You can just go down those scriptures and confess them out of your mouth. And you know, the thing is, like we said at the very beginning, it's not just a cute little message on dreams. This is your destiny mm -hmm. that God's going to hold you accountable for. And my greatest desire is that you stand before the Lord on that day mm -hmm. and you say, Lord, I did everything you called me to do. Yes. And you know, I love what Les Brown says. He says, go after your dreams as if your life depends on it. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it does. <laughs> it does depend on it. Mm -hmm. So be sure to get these resources. The best investment you could ever make is in yourself. And then just start a habit of listening to the word, reading the word. And I'm telling you, you won't be where you are today, next year at this time. Right. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter so we can keep you motivated to fulfill the destiny that God's put in your heart. So from Jerry Savelle Ministries, I'm Terry Savelle Foy. And I'm Jerry Ann Savelle Newton. Thank you for watching and we'll see you next week.